Welcome to the State of Energy. I'm Rand DeWitt, along with a man with a beard that would make Nostradamus jealous. Oh boy. Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How was your fourth? Fourth of July was a blast. We had, uh, you know, they're supposed to, the mortars are supposed to be outlawed here in Southern California, but it kind of looked like the uh, scene when we invaded Iraq the first time in 1990. <laughs> Remember those, just nothing oh. but explosions in the sky. Yeah, that, that's, that sounds interesting. And uh, that, and a friend of mine called Tequila, we, uh, we had a good time. What about you? You know, I made it up to uh, the, my hometown, Huntsville, Utah, and uh, got to watch the fireworks at the park that night and uh, just, just hung out with some, some friends and family and grilled some burgers. It was a good time. You didn't uh, <clears throat> blow off any digits? No, no. That was, uh, you know, I, I kept all, all 12 of my fingers here. They're, they're <laughs> still here. You're like a super Simpson. <laughs> Well, we hope everyone had a great 4th of July, and uh, please do yourself a favor and go to thestateofenergy.com. It is an amazing website. You can check out our past shows, uh, also the where to buy button. If you're in need of propane, all you have to do is go to thestateofenergy.com, type in your zip code, and all the areas around you where you can find propane will populate your screen. What else can people find when they go to our website? Well, you'll be able to find, uh, obviously, what you just said, all of our past episodes, but we also have a link to uh, findapropanejob.com, right. where if you're if you're looking for a new career right now, it seems like this is the time where everybody's switching jobs. So if you're looking for something in the clean energy market, findapropanejob.com, there's a link there on our website. Uh, the where to buy button is a, is a great tool if you don't know where to go get your, your propane tank filled up. Just type in your zip code and and it'll uh, give you several options to get your tank filled. We also have a link to our our website where you can have uh, rebates for safe appliances. You know, we talked a lot this weekend with my friends and family about people doing home projects. You know, it's it's that it's that summertime mm-hmm. we call it around here, home improvement weekend. And uh, a lot of a lot of people will go down to the local hardware store, maybe pick up a new appliance that they want to upgrade. And sometimes people don't always do those the safest way, you know, mm. I'm guilty of it. I, I you know, I think I'm pretty skilled, but sometimes I, I step back after I'm done with a project and go, gosh, I wish I just would have hired a professional. <laughs> and in the, you ever done that before? Never. Everything I do is perfect. <laughs> My wife might have a different take on that, but you know. It happens. It happens to the best of us. And the last thing we want to see is somebody uh, do that with a with a gas installation of a, of a propane appliance, uh, because we we really want these these installations to be taken seriously. And uh, we have this uh, safe appliance rebate program where if you if you have an appliance installed. Um, you hire your your propane professional to come out and do an inspection. Make sure there's no leaks. Make sure it was installed properly, and uh, we have a two hundred dollar appliance rebate for that um, for that safe installation. And you might even you know find yourself replacing something that's uh, that's inefficient and dirty, such as a uh, electric water heater, electric powered water heater, which is 
uh, we, as we know, the electric grid around here is super dirty. So mm. you can you can save the environment and save some money by switching your uh, electric water heater to to run on propane, and and we'll help you do that safely. Yeah, I mean, the propane home is something that is. It's coming. It's coming more frequently. We're looking at propane communities. Propane can do wonders for your house. It can do wonders for your wallet. And it can do wonders for the environment. And you can find out, like Tom said, all this kind of great information by going to thestateofenergy.com. But at findapropanejob.com, we have to encourage people to do this because what other industry is going to grow by $50 billion over the next few years? I don't know. Yeah. Well, and and another thing that we have um, when you're when you're looking for a propane job, there's some new rules out there about obtaining your CDL. And uh, we're going to have to get this. We're going to get this on our website today. So uh, there's there's a new tool that we have available to help you get your CDL through some online training. Before, you used to be able to just go down and take the test, get your CDL, and and you could be driving. But now you have to go through an official training program. We have that available to everybody. Even if you're not going to get a job driving um, in the propane industry, but you're you're looking to obtain your CDL because drivers are pretty high-paid employees right now. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to obtain your CDL, we'll put a link to that training program that we have available uh, there's a small fee with it, but uh, you'll you'll be able to obtain your CDL pretty quickly and affordably. All right. Once again, that's all on thestateofenergy.com. Head over there and be enlightened. And if you want to be entertained, yeah. check out our Instagram at thestateofenergy.com. <laughs> and uh, Tom, the Biden administration has paved the way for a railway that will quadruple oil production in Utah's Unitah Basin. Am I saying that properly? Unitah? Unitah? What is that? Uinta? It's, it's Uinta. Uinta. You can tell you're you're from California. Usually, you know, we don't even allow people from California to be on our, on, you know, part talk about our state. But I guess since you're you're one of the greatest hosts around, we'll we'll let that slide. Okay. Well, now we found a clip for our new promo. We're going to use that. But you know, <laughs> you know, making sure full disclosure, I'm originally from New England, so I That's guess that right. kind That's of right. offsets things just a little. You're bit. a you're a you're a double. What do you call that? Like a uh, you've you've gone from the left side to the right side, the right side to the left side. But I'm I'm usually center right. Yeah, there you go. Just just saying. Uh, but the Forest Service has rejected challenges to the Basin Railway, saying that the project is in the public interest, even as it predicts the oil railway could increase climate pollution in the U.S. by nearly, ready for it, nearly 1%. Uh, Tuesday's Forest Service action directs the Ashley National Forest in Utah to approve a right-of-way for the proposed railway to go through protected roadless lands. Once the right-of-way is issued, railway construction could begin as early as next year. Your thoughts? This has got a lot of controversy. Here's the deal. We have a lot of oil and gas in the Uinta Basin that's untapped right now. And we... We know that we import a ton of oil and gas from other countries. We we really import a ton of, of product, and it's uh, it's so much. I mean, in twenty twenty, we imported seven million eight hundred fifty nine thousand barrels a day <laughs> per day. 
it's 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 insane. That's a lot. And this this little this little area up here in Uinta Basin, right now they're producing like eighty eight hundred thousand barrels a day, and they could possibly increase that to around three hundred thousand barrels a day, which wouldn't even offset what we imported from Russia every day in 2020, which was 538,000 barrels per day imported from Russia. So so we're talking about offsetting some of our imports by a very little amount. I mean, we're, we're talking, what is that, about maybe 10, 10% of our imports, we might be able to offset that with, uh, with, with this extra product. And, and a lot of the controversy is like, oh, all this extra oil and gas is going to produce more emissions. Hmm. I mean, it, not really. We're still going to consume this oil and gas somewhere. And we're going we're gonna to get it from, from some source. We might as well get it domestically. Why not support uh, the Utah economy and support the country's energy security by getting that product here locally instead of relying on all these other countries and the amount of, of emissions that it takes to get that product from a country like, you know, or the, the, any of the OPEC countries or like a Saudi Arabia. Can you imagine how much how much emissions it takes just to get that ship across the ocean? Yeah, over here. I mean, and that's the thing we talk about. I mean, the United States is the most ecologically friendly drilling nation in the world. If people really care and really understand that oil and gas is not going to go away, not going to go away anytime soon at all, um, why wouldn't they want us to be doing it here where we're so ecologically friendly? That's why I like this this railroad. It's going to uh, it's going to get it's going to take trucks off the road because i mean some of this product right now is going to salt lake city but they can only produce so much uh gas and diesel out of this in salt lake city because they're limited um to what they can actually produce there so the rest of this has got to go somewhere and it's either going to be it's going to be trucked or railed and rail i mean that that gives you that gets you a truck off the road so I, I i'm in favor i'm in favor of this and it gives us that energy security That'll, that'll help uh, help us out right now because, I mean, we've seen it. You see the price of gas everywhere everywhere you look. I mean, we need this. This is going to be good for us. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, the folks over at the Center for Biological Diversity are not happy. Uh, Dita Seed released a statement saying that President Biden should be doing everything in his power to respond to the climate emergency. But he's about to light one of the nation's biggest carbon bombs. This is pouring another five billion gallons of oil on the, on the fire every year and bulldozing a national forest in the process. It's a horrifying step in the wrong direction. End quote. Dita, you are a step in the wrong direction because <laughs> you make it sound like we're going to knock down an entire forest. This is what they do. I don't know if you've ever been out in that way, but it's there's not much. It's just it's all desert and uh, there's not a whole lot out there. But it, this is progress in the right direction to help us uh, have that energy security that we need. Well, even Elon Musk is saying he hates to admit it, but we need to drill now here. We need more domestic oil and gas and and, the, and everybody's against putting a pipeline in the ground. And everybody, you know, we, now we're going to do rail, which is which is going to is maybe better than a pipeline, but uh, the thing is, we're going to end up consuming this product somewhere from somewhere, and it might as well be right here. 
Uh, well, you know, uh, our favorite storms are back, derechos. <laughs> you love the derechos. I love the derechos. The story out of NBC, a uh, derecho storm passed through South Dakota and other parts of the plains this week, bringing with it powerful winds up to 99 miles per hour in some areas. Now, a derecho is a widespread, long-lived windstorm that is associated with a band of rapidly moving showers or thunderstorms. And this one, I don't know if you've seen the video or the pictures, but it turned the sky green. It looked like an episode of Stranger Things. It was pretty cool looking. It um, apparently that brings a lot of hail too. So you got to be mm-hmm. got to be super careful when you're outside and you see that green sky because that means it's it's uh, some some super high humidity, wet wet skies that are going to bring some some strong hail. So does wonders for your uh, car's paint job. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's that's a that's a great thing to to buy cheap is a nice yeah. hail damaged car and drive around town. You know what? They'd probably go for thirty thousand dollars right now. <laughs> um, and now, why why did the sky turn green? Because severe thunderstorms with a lot of water content tends to scatter blue light, and when that is combined with red and yellow light from a sunset, you get the green sky. But what comes out of these derechos and ninety nine miles per hour winds? Mm-hmm. Well, that's 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 moving pretty quick. And now you're talking about power outages. All these things that we that we're gonna need for to heat your house out there, you're gonna need some electricity. You're gonna need some electricity to cook. You're gonna need electricity for your for your lights, for your air conditioning. Uh, it, good thing to have on hand would be a propane power generator mm-hmm. because if you if you if you're in a in a derecho, 99 miles an hour, and and your power grid goes down for a while. You're going to be in some trouble. Generac, where are you at? <laughs> is going to be the question that people are asking. There's a ton of generator uh, companies out there, uh, and it's it's a good idea to have one on hand. Maybe not even just for for a backup, but maybe even prime power. You you can use propane powered a generator uh, for prime power as well. I mean, how many times is propane going to have to come to the rescue after a disaster? before people are going to be going, hey, you know, we could just use this all the time. It's, you know, it costs less. It's, it's a lot better for the environment and it's it stays on. Well, that's, yeah, it reminds me of the uh, the North American Electric Reliability uh, Corporation that comes out with these announcements and, and, <laughs> and weighs the risk of, of our electric grid every year. Yeah, NERC. Uh, NERC. NERC. There you go. North American Electric Reliability Corp. Um, their summer reliability assessment warns that several parts of North America are at elevated risk or high risk of energy shortfalls this summer due to predicted above normal temperatures and drought conditions over the western half of the United States and Canada. And these above average seasonal temperatures contribute to high peak demands as well as potential increases for forest outages for generation and some bulk power system equipment. Yeah. We know this. We've been saying this. Yeah, we've been talking about this this forever. We don't we don't but it, it is kind of nice to have these official studies out there. And some of the takeaways from this was supply chain issues um, for for new resources mm-hmm. uh, and transmission projects that are that are like, you know, you need you need those uh, the, the the big power transformers, you need the, the the power line, you need the poles, you need you need all this equipment to expand our electric grid or even keep the current electric grid running and there's supply issues with that right now and then they take into consideration different types of cyber attacks that we're vulnerable to and then they even go as far as as uh 
as as far as talking about wildfires and hurricane the hurric the hurricane oh yeah the season. hurricane season is supposed to be fierce this year yeah so so you talk about all these other risks that we we don't even know about but these are usually late summer uh storms that are gonna that are gonna come and if your electric grid goes down once again you're gonna need some type of backup especially if you're uh, a business or a person that is relying on electricity to keep yourself alive. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that, that need some type of medical device to, to stay alive. And so, so if you're one of these groups that are vulnerable to that propane is, is a great source to add some energy security to your power grid. Yeah. I mean, and also, I mean, the, uh, Tallahassee Democrat, which is a news site, references the NERC report, and the title is Florida Needs to Embrace Propane as an Alternative. Now, it seems to be like in, our, in the past we've talked about this, how Florida, by and large, is smart enough to have propane backups because of all the weather issues that they have there. In 2000, fewer than two dozen major disruptions in the U.S. were blackouts. In 2020, the number was above 180 and in 2021, the economic toll of extreme weather events was roughly $329 billion globally. Wow. 180 blackouts. Yeah. Yeah. Major disruptions. Um, and the story goes on to talk about uh, resiliency requires more than electrification. Policymakers need to think beyond the lines overhead and the pipes underground to embrace a third dimension of the grid on-demand liquid fuels. Propane, for example, is an abundant and despite supply chain shocks, has been relatively price stable compared with gasoline and diesel. Even better, in the context of climate change, conventional propane and renewable propane made from plant stocks has naturally low carbon intensity, and when blended for special uses, is a zero carbon, methane-free energy that can be used for heating and cooking during a blackout or all the time. The old three-dimensional grid, that's, uh, that's the Tucker Perkins favorite there, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the energy basket, as we like to talk about. He does such a good job with these, these uh, opinions that, uh, that he publishes all over the place. And that's, that's a great one. Uh, it, re- it really is. The grid is really vulnerable. It is. And, and it, especially in Florida, where you got the hurricane season coming up. But even out here, where we had we had floods a couple of weeks ago in Montana, mm-hmm. uh, it's if it's wildfire season now, so we got to be prepared for that. And and if you're really concerned about your electric grid um, and your and your security with the electric grid, you really got to reach out to your propane supplier and talk to them about um, how how to get an a propane powered backup system or even a propane powered prime system that'll that'll help you uh, be prepared for these challenges that are coming and that's not even to take into consideration all the additions to the grid that that we're putting with uh, electric cars and electrification uh, of everything including uh, different types of heat pumps i mean we're really putting a strain on the grid and if we keep pushing propane out we're going to be in trouble. So we got to, we got to stay strong as a community and and keep propane alive as as a source of of energy for your community. 
And if you want to find the propane resource need near you, just go to thestateofenergy.com, click on the Where to Buy button, and type in your zip code as we talked about. Uh, you're listening to The State of Energy. I'm Rand DeWitt, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. And uh, Tom, I don't know if you've uh, noticed this, but crude oil prices are down. A little bit. What does this mean for gas prices at the pump? Well, you would think that the pump would start uh, would start going down as well, but I'm not seeing it around here. I filled I filled up the other day, and it was over five dollars a gallon. So I'm not really sure what's going on. Why Why do you think that the uh, the price of gasoline doesn't fall? follow the crude prices anymore well it's i don't know it it kind of it takes a while to you know get down down the line and then there's also taxes and all the additives in financially that they put on top of a gallon of gas yeah i get you know and i and i get all that but even as we talked about the restrictions of of a of a refinery like in salt lake city they're they're only allowed to refine so much product um, so, so then we have to start importing gas and diesel from other states. Um, and it just, the whole refining process is costing more and more and more because of all of our regulatory, um, all, all the restrictions that we have on a regulatory side. And what we don't ever think about is all of the gasoline and diesel that's already been refined that we import Who's who is the one that's regulating the emissions that those guys put out? Exactly. Exactly. That's what we could talk about. It's like if we're it's gonna we're gonna use oil, we're gonna use gas. If it's gonna it's just part of living in the world today as it is. And we do it more eco-friendly than any other country on the planet. And I don't know why somebody won't ask the environmentalists or even President Biden why we're not doing this here if we're so concerned about the environment. That's right. And it, if we are concerned about the environment, we should take control of, of where we get our product, how we refine it, and make it cleaner here. Because we already know we have some of the cleanest uh, fuels available around the world. And the way that we produce it is the cleanest around the world. So we, we should really take that and and harness that and, and, and do it more here. Because... Right now, we, we can't even produce the gasoline that we need for, for our own domestic use. And then we're going outside the country to, to bring in gas. And we have no idea what their, what their policies and procedures are to making that product. But I've been, I've been around the world and I've seen some of these refineries. And they're, they're, not, they're nowhere even near uh, the way that we do it here in the U.S., yeah, and some folks are predicting a 25 to 50 cent per gallon drop in the next couple of weeks. And then uh, other folks are saying it's going to be about 10 cents and mostly over the first part of July. And then things will spike back up. Yeah, I, obviously we're going to see a drop in, in gasoline prices. But but at the end of the day, we're still going to be way higher than, than what we should be. And if you're, if you're concerned about that and you think we're going to be stuck here in this four dollar range of gasoline there's a great alternative to gasoline and it's propane you can you can convert your fleet of vehicles to run on propane and save yourself a couple dollars a gallon you could you could cut your fuel costs in half 
And it saves you money not only now, but in the future as well. Yeah. I mean, people are all excited about shifting over to electric buses. The amount of money that's going to need to go into those buses to keep them running once they're on the road is going to cost more than the bus itself, which is how many hundreds of thousands of dollars each? Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we've talked about electric vehicles to, to, to the end. I mean, it, we, we've got plenty of studies that show that propane is way cleaner than the electric grid. Um, so if you're, if you're concerned about the environment, propane's definitely the way to go. If you're concerned about your pocketbook, propane would save you a ton of money by just switching some simple fleet vehicles over i'm talking about like the gasoline powered vans shuttle buses um small fleet vehicles pickups and even some of the larger stuff we've seen ups or usps fleets of large um delivery vehicles that shuttle some of that mail across the country switch over to propane they save a ton of money and they clean the environment at the same time. That smart guy, his name is Tom Clark. He's the executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. I'm the other guy, Randy Witt, and we're always online at thestateofenergy.com.